Yeah, yeah, like we always do about this time. Hello, world. It's your man, Jeff A. Smith, jumping off once again on Jump Off Live. And welcome to episode number 15. As always, you can tune in live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on our YouTube channel like you're doing right now. There you'll find all of our past episodes, original ads, the after parties, and the Anything But Interview series. Please be sure to like and subscribe and also click on that notification bell as well, too. You can also, you can also catch us on the Zingo TV channel 250 by downloading the app, which is available on the iOS and Google Play stores. Now, if you're on the go, you can listen to us on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Shout out to all the fans in the chat. And as always, please be sure to keep your comments clean so we can post them on the screen. I'm joined by the rest of Team Jump Off tonight. First and foremost, we have the man, the myth, the legend, that dude named Dave. What's popping, that dude? I'm good, man. I can't complain. Um, all this long hair getting in my way now. Gotta, long hair don't care? Long hair don't care right now, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta get used to this here. Um, I'm happy, you know you want to shake it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. He did it, too. <laughs> there you go. That's like the only reason I would want dreads is just the... Yeah. Hey, don't throw when the new growth kicks in, and then you start feeling it's like, whoa, what the hell? What the hell did this come from? Right. So it's a whole new adjustment right now yeah. from from that low baldy stuff. The waves I used to rock back in the day, you know. So, but I'm doing good though. No complaints, man. It's Wednesday. I'm happy to be here. Also, shout out to my homeboy Jorge for Boxing Now podcast. Yo, mm -hmm. we we dropped two episodes this week, man. So we having fun doing that, doing this here, man. Some Can't light, complain. two episodes, light light work, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah. But hey, yeah. we here. Okay. Okay. JD, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Not much. Yeah. You know, last minute as usual, sending these invites out to people to invite them to come on and watch. Mm -hmm. Like I stalked them last week and I'm stalking them this week. So, <laughs> you know, if you got friends, if you got a friend, tell a friend to watch too, man. Like yeah. uh I really think we got something potent in these yep. uh in these YouTube streets, you know what I mean? I but uh uh while I got the opportunity, just so everybody knows. Tonight, we are not having an after party when we go off the air at nine, but you can hang around on the channel. Just go get off of the screen that you're on right now, but go back to our channel, our main YouTube channel. And you'll be able to watch our new episode of Anything But featuring one of Harvey and Thornton's finest, Mr. Brian Wildcat Smith. So, uh, yeah, man, yes, it's a, it, was a, it was a classic episode, man. And we are premiering that episode tonight right after our show so um you know just because we aren't going to be uh you know doing an after party that we will be providing some more content for everybody and uh i'll probably sit on there and chat at the same time while we all watch the show together so i think it'll be kind of fun it will no doubt last but not least we have johnny dangerous what's going on johnny what's up jump off live viewers fans and listeners i'm feeling fairly fantastic tonight Glad to be on and glad to have everybody on with us. Uh, folks, just a reminder, please be sure to comment. There's live comments. You can see your own writing right here on Jump Off Live. We love to engage with you guys. And so don't hesitate. Don't be shy. You don't have to give uh, your name or anything up there. You know, you can change your profile to where we don't even know who it is commenting if you want to say something, but keep it clean. Uh, so, yeah, let's do it, man. Jump off. I was gonna say, do you want to reiterate? We we had to kind of rush last last week. The uh, what is it? The um, 
sweepstakes that we have for this oh, month. Oh, yeah, 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 man, yeah. <laughs> I can't think yeah. of the word. It's not sweepstakes, but you know what I mean. Yeah, man, it's a contest, actually. Yeah, contest, yeah. I'm glad you reminded me. So right now is the beginning of, we on Black History Month, y'all, just in case y'all didn't know. Just in case you didn't know. (laughs) Yeah, February 3rd, celebrate celebrate the history of Blacks around the world, (laughs) (laughs) particularly those who were pioneers that uh, did something to evolutionize or revolutionize us as Black people in the world that we live in today. And so what we're doing here on Jump Off Live We are promoting a contest where for all of our viewers, you have the opportunity to win a jump off live paraphernalia, right? Or merch. Let's say merch. (laughs) Yeah, we don't. (laughs) Paraphernalia has a few different connotations. Especially for black men right here. Uh, It might sound like mob mentality right now. Take it how you will. Take it how you will. But no, we we have uh, some jump off mugs. uh, that uh, you'll see us uh, sipping from those mugs during the show. Uh, if you invite as many people as possible to like and subscribe and actually watch, view, listen to our show, um, the highest number of people that are invited by you uh, that does that will receive a jump off live mug courtesy of uh, Lil. Lil created these for us. Thank you, Lil. Mm-hmm. But uh, you had an opportunity to have one of these mugs. And so, folks, uh, you know, we're just starting this thing. We want you to be a part of this. It. just an appreciation to show how much we love our viewers and fans and listeners. All you got to do is invite as many people to like and subscribe to the Jump Off Live show on YouTube. And, of course, we're on all the other networks. Uh, whoever invites the most people during this month of February will receive one of these bad boys right here. Look at that. Look at that. Ah, yeah. So anyway, look forward to all those that are going to uh, participate. Please do. Uh, just an appreciation to you. And what we want to do. Yes, most definitely. Good luck. And what we want to do just to um, make sure that we're able to easily keep track. So during the month of February, <clears throat> starting today, we have one, two, three. We have four episodes, the third, the 10th, the 17th and the 24th. So please go into the um the folks who are new to the to the channel, new to the show, that, that have been recommended, go into the chat, the regular YouTube comments, not the live chat via the show, but the regular YouTube comments. Make sure you like and subscribe first and foremost, but go into the regular YouTube comments and make sure you say who you were referred by. So that way we know how many people were referred by, you know, whoever the winner ends up being. So thanks for mentioning that. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's easy to, you know, we want to make it as easy as possible to track. So the regular YouTube comments, make sure you go into those for any show that aired during the month of February. Um, And then say who you were recommended by or referred by. This this is not a multi-level marketing scheme either. So, you know, Uh, say who you referred by and then. Whoever gets the most votes that way. Jeff out here doing these pyramid schemes. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? You tell a friend, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Do do you use soap, my brother? Do you use laundry detergent? Well, why don't you? (laughs) See, the things that you use in everyday life, you can't make money off of that. (laughs) It is simple. Clean out your entire cabinets. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) They're trying to get us to jump off bridges, y'all. Right, right, right. right. Hey, look here. Do you brush your teeth? <laughs> we have great toothpaste products that you can use. Don't worry about Crest Colgate's. Right, right, right. Exactly. So yeah, if you have any questions, um, you can ask in the chat during the show today too. Um, otherwise, we'll take it from there. So may the best person win. 
So first and foremost, uh, piggybacking off of what Johnny Dangerous said, this is Black History Month. So welcome to Black History Month. And that's what we wanted to talk about at the beginning of, of, of today's show is, you know, Black History Month in general and, and what it means to us. And I gave some thought to this today. And one thing that I've I've come to, I guess, realize or, yeah, over, over the last, I, I would say several years now is when I was growing up, you know, Black History Month was always synonymous with Martin Luther King and 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 Malcolm X, and then the other names were kind of it's kind of like those um concert um uh, what are they call those concert flies. You know, I have the big names at the top, and the names get smaller and smaller and smaller. So it's always King at the top, you know what I'm saying? And then you have Malcolm X, you have some Jesse Jacksons in there, and a few other, you know, Shirley Chisholm, Harriet Tubman, and it'll, it'll get and get smaller and smaller and smaller. But the list was always kind of the same. That was synonymous with Black History Month, um, and the one thing that I've that I've felt that's that's kind of changed for me over the years is I no longer look at black I used to look at black history as just that history. This is this is what happened, you know, the civil rights movement was kind of the pinnacle of of achievements and and things of that nature, but I look at look at it now as more of a a rolling timeline. I don't, I don't no longer look at it first and foremost as it's just February and we need to highlight in February only in in the in the words of a uh, old Kanye I make black history every day. I don't need a, a month. I make black history every day. I don't need a month. Um, so I look at it as a rolling and an evolutionary type of thing. Like there's been so much history that's been made pre, you know, Martin Luther King era and post Martin Luther King era. We're living in historical black historical times right now. So I look at it as a, a um, what's the term I'm looking for? Um, evolving. Yeah, evolving. It was another term. I, it's 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 uh it's escaping me. But yeah, I look at it as an evolving um an evolving thing. And there's so many, you know, sung heroes and unsung heroes along the way. Um, like for example, George Floyd deserves a very clear uh place in the pantheon of Black history. You, you know what I mean? That's one of the most recent examples that that we have. So. I think that Black history definitely casts a wider um, net than we give it credit for because it's it's it, it's made itself um, abundant and um, or apparent rather in so many different areas of our lives. Not just the civil rights movement; it, it, it's in entertainment. It's in um, just everyday folks who are getting up, going to work, taking care of their families. They're making Black history because they're they're, they're paving a way for the future. So. Um, I look at Black History as more than just those those famous names. Now they did a lot of great things, but there's Black History going on all around us um, every single day. So that's kind of my introductory, you know, off the cuff type of thoughts about about Black History Month in general. I can dig it. Mm -hmm. I can dig it, man. Can continuum it. is the word I was looking for. Continuum, JD. Look at it, came yeah, too. the continuum. You know, this is you know, con you know, you know. yeah, that's the word. You got to hit us with at least three to five. Yeah. Big words doing yeah. the show. You for know, those of you I don't know, a continuum has two U's in it. Spell it for us one time. <laughs> uh, C O N T I N U U M, I think. Wow. U U M? Wow. I don't know. I'm not going to try to look it up. But yeah, yeah. But, that, um, but that's what it means to me. Because yeah, it's a vacuum. If, yeah. If, if I could speak on Black History Month, um, I kind of thought you were going to steal a little bit of my thunder, and you kind of did, but. Um, 
it is definitely an evolving sort of event. I think that everybody knows the cookie cutter um, Martin Luther King story, the cookie cutter Malcolm X story. Um, the, the, the ones that, you know, we were told when we were younger, but I think it's important that we realize that, like you said, you know, black history is being created every day. It's not just a month. It's not a time to just go back and reflect on the people who came before us, but it's also a time to, um, you know, focus on and also look at people who are creating black history as we speak. So I just want to take the opportunity to highlight a few people real quick. Um, the first of which is Jennifer King. Um, and she made history by being the first black woman to become a full-time coach in the NFL. So um, I think that it's important to realize that these types of barriers, these, these things are being broken on a daily basis and you may not even hear about them um, and they may not be focused on, but they are happening. Um, also wanna talk about um, Bianca Smith, who was hired as the first uh, minor league coach in uh, baseball. So um, she works for the Red Sox organization um, and she is the a minor league coach, head coach for her, uh, for the baseball team, for the, one of the Boston Red Sox minor league baseball teams. Um, and that's something that, you know, I didn't really know about until I decided to start doing research a few days ago, knowing that we were going to kind of talk about this topic. Um, also want to focus on um, Kimberly Bryant. And I, she may be a little more famous, I guess, at, at this point, but um, she started and founded the group uh, Black Girls Code, um, which is a group that is uh, um, trying to bring STEM teachings uh, to inner city youth, especially uh, focusing on uh, young Black females. Um, focusing on science and technology. So um, I think we have so many people that should be lauded and it's so um, it's so easy to just jump and look at the surface of things. It's really easy to just go to, yeah, you know, if you look up Black History Month, you start, um, you know, you see, uh, you know, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and Rosa Parks and Thurgood Marshall. And, you know, it, it's so easy Mount to Rushmore. just- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's so easy to just scrape that layer. But if you do a little bit of digging, you'll realize that, A, um, that's not all that's there. And B, there are black historians that are um, that should be lauded and praised, um, you know, that are walking this planet right now and not just people who are dead and not just people who were part of the civil rights movement of the uh, 1950s and 60s. Um, there are people who are making waves right now. And we need to be celebrating them. You know, they talk about people um, getting their roses while they can still smell them. That's what we need to be doing right now. And I think this month gives us an opportunity to do that. Um, it doesn't have to be confined to just February. It can be, um, you know, at any point in time. But I think this month gives us a focus and a time that we can focus on, um, you know, giving those people the, the the praise and honor that they deserve. Well said, J.D. I guess I'll go ahead next here. Um, I'm guess I'm gonna take a, a little bit different approach because of how black history was for me when I was younger growing up and how I see it today. I mean, it's different for you guys. Uh, you guys grew up together, you know, in the, in the same area. And I mentioned in a couple other episodes, I grew up in Bolingbrook. And one of the things that growing up in Bolingbrook in the 80s was a lot different for black history in the school system than I've seen because my history is BS. 
the things I learned is it's wrong, 100%. So it seems like a lot of my adolescents, not a lot, all of my adolescents in the history books, I was taught one big fat lie. So one of the things I've been doing, striving, is trying to read and learn more about history every day to make sure that I am not ignorant the way that I was taught and all my classmates were taught to be ignorant as kids growing up in Bolenbrick and his classic books that they provided for us. And one of the things that bothered me that I think that we should talk more about is Black History Month in February is the shortest month of the year. You know, mm -hmm. the shortest month of the year, the history books do not talk about black history. And then when they do, they talk about the wrong history that I just mentioned. And we got to do something to stem this tide of the correct information that's coming to the youth and the adolescents that's coming up after us, whether it be our kids, our nephews, our nieces, because as much as we talk, we guys, we mentioned about the, the normals, you know, we hear about, you know, Jackie Robinson. We learn about Thurgood Marshall. There are so many other names that are there that we are not discussing, not talking about because we don't know our history. You know, we, all the things that we've been talking about on this show here, you know, the rise back in January, the election, we're talking about voter suppression. We're talking about all these things that black people have gone through the entire, you know, the entire basis of our country's history. And we still don't scratch the surface on what we know, or who we are. So what does black history mean to me? It means that this country doesn't know much about black history. We need to do things to change that up. We got to start changing things up today with learning, teaching, schooling, you know, not settling for the things that's getting, that's being put to us on the TV, on the internet. We are so susceptible to believe anything that's on Facebook, on Twitter. How do we change that guys? You know? Yeah. I mean, there's so many things that we can be appreciative of, but I don't want to just take it. It's like, I'm just happy for it and just take it and keep it moving. Mm -hmm. I want to keep striving, moving forward to what can be done better. You know, it bothers me. We should be happy that, you know, we have Black History Month, but we shouldn't be happy we have Black History Month, if that makes any sense. So I, I will stop there because it's 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 a lot for me. And I just want I just I'm trying to I don't know. I don't have the answers. I think I think one of the, the most uh, one of the clearest answers is so we live in the information age right now, for better or for worse. For better, there's inform if you want to learn about black history, there's information out there now. There's books, there's things you can easily buy, get, you know, as long as you do your proper research. Um, I, I teach my daughter, you know, because I've learned about more about black history over the years, too, as far as not the cookie cutter stuff. So and I try to impart those things onto her um, from the stuff I've read, watching documentaries, even the deep documentaries, things like hidden colors and stuff like that. So um I think that right now the information is definitely out there and ripe for the picking. So we just have to take the initiative to go ahead and consume it and then, you know, bestow it upon those around us and our children. Day. That's that's the answer that I would have. I no longer well, I never did, but I don't rely on my daughter's school system to teach her X, Y and Z about that. I teach her that. So, yeah, that's what I would say. That's what's up, man. I dig it. I dig it all, <laughs> man. Um, man. Oh, Black History Month is a short month, but you got a lot of greatness packed into the short month. And um, a lot of people don't know that a lot of great things that we use today were invented or made by black people. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't like black people that use 
these products that were made by black people on a day-to-day basis over and over and over again. I bet a lot of people didn't know the microwave was created by a black person. The cell phone was created by a black person. The stoplight, something we need, was made by a black person. I just want to take the time out real quick to highlight a couple of people that I'm near and dear to, close to, uh, that to me have made their own black history or in the process of making their own black history that I'm very proud of. One of them would be my late and great grandfather, Lafayette Barksdale out of Chicago. Uh, Grandpa, chief, as we know, Barksdale uh, was, was truly a pioneer, a man of God, loved God, served the community in so many different ways, all the way up until the day he died. Uh, World War II veteran, he served in the United States Army, uh, fought through the war, survived through the war and continued on. Uh, Grew up in those times where blacks were looked down upon, where they couldn't, you know, enter certain buildings or drink from certain water fountains, but yet and still he did not allow that to stop him from becoming great. Um, like I say, he was a p- pillar in his community, did a lot for the church, did a lot, helped out a lot of people. He also helped to build uh, what we know today as the Willis Tower or the Sears Tower when he first helped build. It. He also helped build the John Hancock building. And he was one of those type of men that didn't look for accolades or look for recognition. He just did things because he loves you know, he loved people. He did it out of the kind of kindness of his heart. So there's so much that he has done uh, as a representation of blacks and greatness that he never sought any type of recognition for. But uh, from hearing through other people of his accomplishments is actually how I found out the several things that he's done. So he never really even talked about him. And I never would have known had someone not else not mentioned it to me. I also want to acknowledge someone from my generation uh, that's that's a pillar. You know, we, we have several people in our family that have gone off to college and graduated. You know, shout out to those folks. But I, I simply want to take the time out to acknowledge a young lady that I'm extremely proud of uh, from my generation, a cousin of mine, Miss Danae Brown. Danae Brown. Well, that, that's, that was her maiden name. Uh, <laughs> her last name is Tolbert now. Mrs. Tolbert is actually in the process of becoming the first doctor in my generation. Uh, we do have, I know at least one other doctor in our family and uh, he's definitely, uh, he's probably from a great generation of mine uh, out in Arkansas, but but Danae Tolbert uh, is on her way to becoming the first doctor in our generation and I'm so very proud of her. Uh, it's not an easy plight. Uh, she's very close and she's been working and grinding hard to get there and I just wanna acknowledge her. Also wanna shout out to a uh, uh, Nicole Stevens, who uh, also just recently graduated as well, got a chance to attend her graduation before the pandemic and everything. And then I also want to acknowledge my wife, Brandy Stevens, uh, for being a catalyst, literally. Uh, she uh, was a part of a book, uh, I think it, came, it got published, what, two years ago? It's called The Catalyst. And so for her to be featured and highlighted in that book is her first book, and she's on the right many more. I just want to say I'm, I'm very proud. Of, of, of these people that have been pillars in my family as we salute black pioneers in this Black History Month. Folks, you had an opportunity to create your own history. 
right now. I want to give everybody a shout out, whether you're black, white, brown, or green. You made it through 2020, which was a uh, wow catastrophic year. You know, rest in peace for all those who did not uh, make it to see 2021. But you actually are part of history. You made it through 2020 onto a new presidency as well. And so I salute everyone that's watching tonight. We appreciate you. We love you. Happy Black History Month. And let's celebrate ourselves as we move forward through this year in 2021. Well said. Definitely. We have a question here from the chat. From Chris. Creation versus ownership. Hmm. Um, I, I think focusing on um, that, <laughs> that, that ownership, especially nowadays, I, I think yeah. about this in relation to, um, you know, a lot of people's goals and dreams are to make something to get rich. And, you know, you want to make something and sell it. You want to make something and give it to someone else so that they can put it, you know, um, on a bigger platform. It's kind of like what we do, you know, our, our goal is to get on, you know, but get to the, you know, maybe, yeah, <laughs> the <yams. laughs> yeah, but you know, maybe, and this is something that I've been thinking about too. Like maybe the focus should be more on ownership instead of looking to partner up with somebody trying to build our own, trying to bring people on to, to the platform that we have trying to empower um, our own group instead of trying to fold into someone else's. So, um, yeah, I think it's very important to, um, to create things, but I think it's probably even more important and powerful for your people, um, and for the people to, um, then in turn own it yourself, um, and be able to profit off of it yourself that you don't have to, um, you know, you don't have to sell. And I don't mean sell out in a bad way, just sell whatever you have um in order to uh in order to get on into order in order to make profit um that was one thing to bring up too um you know i personally have not always had the financial means to just go out and and do certain things and buy certain things and i think that um i want to pledge you know my dollars to spending my money on um on black owned businesses and supporting my community as much as I can. Um, if you go to webuyblack.com, mm -hmm. um, it is a, it is a site that, um, features all black vendors. Um, and it's not, you know, it, you can get everything that you would get anywhere else online right there. And it's something that, you know, I had always been intending to do, you know, something that was floating around in my head, like, Oh, why don't I do that? Why don't I do that? And, you know, I just never had done it. And, it dawned on me recently that, man, you know, I want to be able to support, um, you know, people who look like me, who are entrepreneurs, who are trying to um, trying to be successful. It seems like people of every other race um, profit off of us. And it seems like people of every other race support their own. But we have a lot of trouble doing that. It's, that's because there's a, a lot of deep seated um, uh, self hate among our community. And we don't want to support our own and we don't want to provide for our own. But I think in my own little way, I think by, um, you know, shopping at that site or going to, um, you know, local black owned businesses, we can turn that tide. Um, I think a lot of times we get caught up in the amount of progress that has been made and don't realize that there is so much further to go. 
so much further to go and um, we can't be stagnant. We can't just be content with where we are now. We have to continue to move forward. We have to continue to, um, you know, to build our community. We have to continue to to promote voices like our own um, and um, be able to provide, you know, information and news, not just for, you know, the purposes of having a larger platform, but to actually admonish and educate people of our own color. Uh, and that's not to be totally inclusive, but to, um, you know, empower the people who look like us who may not have access to that information as well. So that's kind of long winded and winding road. But um, I hope that, you know, in the, in the future, as 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 my financial situation continues to get better and better, that I will be able to um, continue to invest in myself and others that look like me as well. Man, great point, JD. Um, yeah, I love it. <clears throat> yeah, I want I want to mention too that uh, shout out to Killer Mike. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows Killer Mike. Killer Mike started his own black-owned bank called Greenwood, man. On, more of an online bank, you know. And so it's, it's open to everybody, but for for a rapper to open his own bank, particularly, you know, specifically for the community. Uh, because a lot of the community was getting denied, you know, small business loans and, you know, home loans and whatnot. He created that platform to be able to financially, uh, you know, give uh, people of color or minorities an opportunity to invest in themselves, as J.D. was talking about earlier. Uh, I want to say this, too. Hey, John, John, real quick, too. Yeah. Okay, when you when you say that about Killer Mike and him being a rapper, I don't want people to to look at it like, oh, he's just a rapper. Like, no, that that's not that's not it. He might have gotten his some of his fame and popularity by doing that, but he has turned his uh, his celebrity status into providing an essential service for our people. So that that's what needs to be um, focused on. And I don't want people who might just be, you know, perusing the channel to just mm -hmm. be like, oh, you know, because there's a tendency to think that if you have or I mean, even amongst our own people, I've had these thoughts before, too, that when you have something that is 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 done by our own people that we think is bootleg, you know, like just because this is a black uh, a black rapper who opened a bank nobody you can't open a bank and just be like oh yeah you know what this is jd financial like no there is <laughs> years and years and years worth of work that goes into doing something like that and to be registered to actually be a financial institution so i had to have those badges that everybody walks by when they go into the bank and think that they don't mean anything no you have to do things in order to do that you have to be legit so this isn't something that um you know that is that, that's bootleg just because a black man is doing it um they don't even they can't even uh keep accounts because there's so many people that are trying to open them there so yeah big shout out to to, to killer mike and i'm i'm happy that that you brought that up john yeah man great point man great point um you know shout out to lebron james for using his platform you know we know him as a as a incredible some people arguably the number one basketball player uh next to jordan but for him to open up schools and donate and have all these different charities. He's actually influenced a lot of other people, not just NBA players and entertainers, but he's influenced a lot of people to start schools and different programs because they see this guy, this incredible, you know, athlete and philanthropist doing, doing such a great thing as far as, you know, giving opportunity to the kids and to the youth, you know, 
that that's influenced so many others. So shout out to him as well. But I want to make a quick point. Uh, black people, black business owners, just because you own a business, do not expect other black people to support your business if you are not doing right by your business. And what I mean by that is that you get a lot of uh, black people that start their own business with no knowledge, no education. All they have is desire. And uh, unfortunately, their businesses are ran subpar. You know, they, 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 they're not fully giving the service uh, that, that people are expecting when they come to spend their dollar. And so don't just expect other black people to invest in your business or to buy black if you're not doing right by your business. Do us a service by educating yourself like Killer Mike did. You know, uh, uh, look at statistics. Uh, uh, train your people properly, you know, to give excellent customer service. You know, it's too many times that I've gone to businesses, basically fast food businesses, and you get attitude from the person that's up front. that's supposed to be the face of the business that's bringing, collecting money. I have a problem. I have a problem with people, period. You know, don't matter what color you are, uh, but particularly black owned businesses, let's do right. Let's get educated. Let's give excellent customer service so black people want to continue to spend their dollar in the community and not just say, you know what, man, that's another black business that I won't go to again because the customer service sucks or ends up closing in six months because they don't know how to properly manage, you know, the overhead and, and the finances and whatnot. Educate yourself first, then get out there, train your people and open your business and, and flourish. And we'll support you. We'll support you because we love you. So I wanted to bring that point up. Great point. Great point. Any uh, final thoughts? Um, a lot of times I think we, we, we make it overly difficult. We, we make the whole idea of, um, you know, supporting your community overly difficult. And it's really not that it's in, it's very important for us to realize that, you know, just by, um, you know, raising your kids the, the, the way that they should be brought up is is building, you know, your community to um, to, you know, cut your grass on time is 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 building up your community, even though I hate it. Like, I, I literally hate it. But, um, you know not being that stereo like they, all these stereotypes about us and our people exist for real and they come from a place of truth a lot of times and we ourselves have to be strong enough and powerful enough to overcome what others think about us and what we think about ourselves and if we can do that we won't have any trouble um you know creating the things that need to be created for us and our people and to 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 be able to um you know profit and be successful the, the the way that other nationalities the way that other you know people um of of different nationalities are successful like i i just i always think about that man somebody brought that that point up to me about how you know we don't always support our own community we're the only ones who in our neighborhoods we got everybody else profiting off of us everyone else like, where's the black gas station at? Where's the black corner store at? You know, where's where's the 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 black owned restaurants at? You know, and everybody else moves into our community and profits off of us. And 
if there's dollars to be spent, they should be spent with with our people. We want to support and uplift because it's not this isn't coming from a place of, oh, exclude every other race. It's not like that. It's just an opportunity to support our own and to be able to, to have things that we can look at and say, hey, you know, that business is run by a black man or it's run by a black woman. And I want to support them because of that. There's nothing wrong with that. Even the, the thought in your head that 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 can be wrong is something that was put there mm -hmm. for you to feel a certain way about it. So you have to overcome the the things that run through your head and you have to be able to overcome um, those those prejudices that we ourselves as black people have against our own people. Man, a lot of times man. we can be our own worst enemies. We can be our man. own worst enemies. So um, we have a lot to we have a lot of work to do. We've come a long way, but um, I want to pledge myself to do better and to um, to 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 support my people the way that you know other people um, are supported too. I agree. Right, on, and, brother. right. <laughs> power to the people, my brother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's, it's not. It's not all like that. I'm not gonna. You know, no, I don't have my. I used to have my 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 fro pick and stuff with the fist on the back of it, but you know that's long retired. <laughs> But you uh, could have taped it to the back of your ball head, man. A little scotch tape back there. You would have made Black History the first mm -hmm. black bald man to tape a doggone pick to the back of his head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I echo your sentiments and John's too, man. I mean, it, it really, for me, it starts by looking in the mirror and really, really improving yourself and, and really getting to know yourself and, and breaking down those apparent or may not be apparent uh, conscious or subconscious barriers that you may have. And once you do that and you realize who you are and how much power you have, then that, that'll radiate, you know, that'll radiate to your community. But you got to, you got to, you know, you got to break it, not break yourself down, but you got to really, really get to the core of who you are, you know, and, and try to peel away um, a lot of that ego, the, the, that, that stuff that drives our ego. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh man! Well, we'll be continuing. I'm sure we will be continuing conversations, you know, throughout the the month of February and beyond. <laughs> yes, about Black folks, and hopefully, jump off live will one day be part of Black history as well for all the right reasons. We are, yeah, creating it right now. Yeah, creating it right now. All right, I believe we have a um, ad. We do, man. We okay. Got Got an audio ad today, man. Oh, okay, a little different. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, because we we talk about the community giving back. You know, we we still jump off loud. We're gonna keep giving back. We're gonna keep giving back. And Jeff, you really gonna like this one. This is a special one. It's a very special one. But okay. uh, you know, he couldn't he couldn't do the video thing. He's working up to that. So, folks, bear with us. He, wait, wait. He's huh? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah, he's he's working on it, man. He's just 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 hear him out. Give him a okay. chance. Okay. Jump off viewers. Yeah, that's my fault. That was my ego. That's my ego. That was your away. ego speaking, man. <laughs> At least you checked it before. Yeah. Well, you know, I think you're gonna get a little act right from this ad too. Uh, that dude, go ahead and roll that ad, man. Hey, there, jump off live viewers and listeners. This is Quarantine Corey combing your hair back with my newest venture. Most of you know me from the fame of Quarantine Superstore, where we sell everything that you don't need. They paid me that bag, and I was smart with my cash, and I pulled out my stash and created my own show. Element of Surprise Productions presents Pandemic Poetry, sponsored by COVID-19, produced by yours truly, 
quarantine court. Here's a sample for one of the artists I found hanging out at the bus stop. And I found out he's my son. The one and only, ladies and gentlemen, questionable. Questionable. Yeah. Nah. Did you hear me? I said yes and no. Yes to life. No to falling on your own knife. This is questionable. But most call me cute. The pandemic portrait. What is COVID? What is COVID-19? One COVID plus 18 more. You do the math. <coughs> Better stay back or come under attack. Excuse me, Karen. Give me six feet so I won't end up in a blunder six feet under. <laughs> you did. I need separation in these hard times of desperation. I go outside with much hesitation as I suit up and head to my unessential destinations. Mr. Miyagi, mask on, hands washed. Better beware of any man's <coughs> cough. Folks, I got one more jewel for you. I found her downtown Harvey standing in line at the currency exchange cashing that unemployment check. Ladies and gentlemen, give a warm round of applause for Diamond in the Rough. Diamond in the Rough, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Don't you dare sit high and mighty looking down on a thought unless you are looking down at a thought while she does what she does. Ever wonder what the thoughts of a thought are? Ooh, is that his car? How much money does he have? I need a man with some real green, the kind you can smoke and the kind that you use to buy that smoke. Enough to make you choke. Thoughts of a thought, never giving it away. It must be bought. I used to do it for free. Now I'm doing it all for me and my six kids, one on the way, okay? It might be yours. Got to secure that bag so I can keep from having to play tag with bill collectors. No, I'm not it. <laughs> do things to him that would never or forever Give me that honorable mention, thoughts of a thought. <laughs> Oops, that's just a sample of the talent on Element of Surprise Productions. I personally want to thank the, take the time out to thank that dude for his support, and JD and Johnny Dangerous for giving an old player like myself a chance to present this funky fire. Ladies, this is Quarantine Corey. Smacking you upside the head while you in the bed with pandemic poetry. And oh yeah, and two green thumbs down for that mushroom eating player hater, Jeffrey. Jump on! Quarantine Corey, y'all. Doing his thing. I can't wait to hear what Jeff says. Mm. Fire, I'm right, Jeff? Y'all wait. I'm not gonna wait. be a I'm not gonna be a hypocrite. I know what we talked about in block A as far as uplifting and Supporting <laughs> your fellow, get it out, Jeff. Black man and woman, speak from the heart, man. Say it again. So I hope that they are. You look choked up, man. Go successful ahead. in their endeavors. That's what's I'm up. I'm going man. to leave it at that. That's what's up, Jeff. Yeah, kind words, Jeff. 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Glad you like that ad. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say I like the ad. I'm glad you respect the ad. But I respect the grind and the hustle. You don't respect the ad? <laughs> I respect them as human beings. Black history, my Black folk. At a base level? Is that what you're yeah, saying? at a base level, I respect what they're, you know. Like, like a base level car with no, no, no. I no power window with roll up windows. That's kind of you base like a guitar base. You know that that hard. I listened to line. what they had to say, mm-hmm. and yes, <laughs> and yes, yes, <laughs> and yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. That, that took was, a lot. Yeah, that Man. was that how was long? The, how they commercial? Um. The hating what? Jeff. No, I'm not. I didn't say. I, I, I'm not. I haven't said anything negative, man. I know quarantine. Corey got. He got smoke. He said two green thumbs down for the mushroom eating. Whatever. He, whatever he said about me. Yeah, mushroom eating player hater. Yeah, and I and I really and no, you know something I realized in the day and age we live in right now. I shouldn't. I I I, I can't be beef with another black man. You can't. So, I'm a, so hey, quarantine, Corey. I'm gonna stand down. I'm gonna stand down. <laughs> you got it, brother. You got it. <laughs> Leave it at that. <laughs> that's what's up. This is what you call being the bigger man right now, right? Yeah. Yep. That's, that's what's up, man. I wonder if Quarantine Corey's going to accept that. If he's going to appreciate yeah. that as much as you appreciate his ad. Hey, John, we should have him call in sometime. You know what? We will do that. We'll do right. that. That sounds like yeah. a great idea. Yeah, yeah, but I can patch him in, you know, and he can have a one on one with Jeff here. We can clear the air. I don't think that's necessary. This? I don't think necessary. I think you know. I've said I my think piece. I think it's very necessary. I think I've said I've said my piece, <laughs> and <laughs> I've said my piece, and you know, that's mm-hmm. what it is. So much respect to what was it? Tatiana was that her name or what? Diamond in the rough. Oh, man. but it's about Diamond in the rough. And <laughs> she her her poem was entitled "Thoughts of a Thought." Okay. okay. Thoughts and of my, a thought. Okay, I like and that. My man, and my man's what's his name? Uh, was it a pand- uh, pandemic Q? Okay, questionable, questionable, yeah. Yeah. questionable. Okay, yeah, question. And quarantine Corey found out that day at the bus stop that was his son, his blood son. Yeah, oh, that's, that's right. He he goes to the bus stop and he just find. He, does he recognize him? Maybe he's seen him before. Like, hey, he, his he son has been like knew. ten years. He never, he never did, just knew. looked at him and said, "That's my that's my shorty." Like he just claimed him on spot with no DNA test. I will say, I will say that sounds <laughs> that sounds on brand for a quarantine Corey. That's that's pretty much on brand. I, I think you need to look at the, <laughs> that's on brand. I need. I think you need to look at the greater good of what Jump Off Live is providing. Like right. this, he quarantine Corey did this, and by doing so, was able to be reunited with his son. Yeah, I so you got Corey and questionable. I yeah. mean, like that's that was that was on brand. That was on brand with that. I'm rubber. still figuring out how yeah. did he know that's a shorty off the rip. Yeah. Like who I mean, claims kids on the street? <laughs> if you followed the if you followed the 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 line of thinking that he's portrayed and you know the what he's put out there. If you follow what he's put out there and you and you and you draw you can draw a few conclusions. And this was definitely not a surprise. So. Yeah, shout out to shout out to them though. Shout out to them. Keep, hey, keep, John, do you know they hung out afterwards? Doing? That they make their relationship work? 
I'm just, this, there's a lot of questions on that. I I think uh, it'd be great uh, to have Celsius maybe get those two together mm. and, and do and do you know one on one and have them talk about the relationship, how questionable even became a question. <laughs> being quarantine Corey's son, you know. Yeah, that would be interesting. Can don't. you broker that, John? Can you uh yeah, pile yeah, all together? Yeah. Hell yeah, I can. All right, yeah, my man. Mm-hmm. You make sure when you have when you take care of all that, leave me off of those email threads or those text <laughs> threads, John. Um, we are going to we are going to. Uh, I think we're going to go to fun. I know. I, I, we. I know our, our block A, and then this went a little bit longer than expected. I. I got a good story. I've been having on the on, on the back burner for a couple of weeks, folks. But we go. We go push it on the next week. <laughs> so, Jada, you gonna have to. Um, thanks to quarantine, Corey got a reason why I got delayed, but it's all good. Um, Jada, you gonna have to change the description of the <laughs> of the show this week because we go. That's fine. It's fine. We go push it on the stuff. It's fine. It's fine. Oh man, you, you know you know it's hard to hold stuff in sometimes. You really want to, <laughs> you know, you, really you want less. Wanna, you feeling something in your chest? You know, like you know, like, but you you have to show restraint at times, and you have to you know go to your inner zen place. You remember uh, that? that ep- go there's ahead. an episode from Dave Chappelle when he did the Black White Supremacist when they said, "If it's hate in your heart, let it out." It's not yeah. like you got hate in your heart right now. Just let no, it out. It's not, it's not hate. <laughs> it's not. It's not really hate. Sounds like there's some hate towards yeah. a quarantine Corey there. No, you know? no, it's no, it's no hate. I actually yeah. feel sorry for no, that. No, no. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> if you can run wow. the fun, if you can run the fun, the fun intro, that dude, if we can get into your fun story, sure we'll go ahead and wrap it up with that. Okay, fellas, for my effed up news for the week here, we're going to Brazil here. As you know, we're being in Chicago, restaurants are finally opening up a little bit, you know, to minor capacity. But Brazil got a whole different set of rules here. So let me break this down here. We're at restaurant hosted swingers party with guests having sex on tables during COVID. Yes, I said that here. So staff allegedly had sex on the tables where customers had eaten earlier, where a Brazilian restaurant were hosting sex parties with cryptic responses from critics claiming that this was actually going on here. Owner, only going by Kiji, wrote that he had woken up to a media storm <laughs> about the claim. <laughs> Wait, here we go again. Come on, JD. Come on, man. All you said was Kiji. The name got me, man. <laughs> Wow. I'm, I'm, am I going to be able to finish this here? <laughs> oh, Kishi, of, uh, Kishi, the owner. Room oh, there. Okay. Uh, he had woken up to a media storm about the claims that sex and sex parts were happening at his restaurant that he claims that he didn't know what was going on. So he says, whoever comes, whoever comes in knows that this is my home and I receive everyone with open doors, a tight mm-hmm. hug and a warm heart. He added that the bar would be disinfected since this actually occurred. He said two new items would be added to the menu. Subaru de Goja, well, um, they're not even saying it, it's a dessert. They're just being very cryptic in this article here. What happened to JD? <laughs> a day later, he's talking about threats were happening at the restaurant, saying that he was being irresponsible. And he was just saying that he's committed 
to being the better restaurant host in that they're doing safety protocols and hygiene to clean it up for the for um, people who are going to be at the restaurant during the day. So, fellas, I know JD's gone, but would you guys eat at a restaurant that's hosting sex parties at night? Or would you just go to the sex party at night and forget the whole meal? Real quick, I just think JD might be making a uh, Uber Eats order from that <laughs> restaurant right now. Mm. Yeah, you can't you can't be jumping off and doing that at the same time. So he. Hey man, why your lips so glossy? What's going on over there, JD? Oh man! Okay. Hey, JD just ordered the clam chowder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! They they got they got a pretty they got pretty good soup, man. Oh. Mm. Did you put some cats up on it? No straight hairs and tail. I mean, honestly, um, catfish is delicious. I, honestly, as far as this this story goes, man, I, I think um, if this was pre-pandemic times, you know, maybe you could you could uh, just let these people live. You maybe, know, right. I mean, I hope they clean the tables off before and after, but it don't really sound like it. You know, they maybe was trying to live their life a little risky, but um, in in these COVID times, I think you got to put a put a lot of things on hold. So I think uh, <laughs> they should have. Uh, as my dangerous uh likes to say, subdued themselves a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you and, know what? Uh, Go ahead, man. Finish I was it. just gonna say they should have subdued themselves and uh you know put off put off all the, the, the swinger parties for you know at least till they uh all got vaccined up or something. You you know what though we, we that makes total sense, but when we put out an ad like candoms, you know. <clears throat> Did this did this restaurant come after candoms? Because if they're using candoms, then I think it's it, it might be a little bit safer than it would be if candoms didn't exist. <clears throat> I think I think we need to answer this question. I'm gonna pose this question. Uh, the, the the one by James Perigo. Um, this one right <clears throat> I think Dave should answer that one. Oh yeah, I eat at strip clubs in the past. I ain't you gonna front. I you eat ate at what? I used to eat with strip clubs back in the day. Hey man, strip clubs got they sometimes they got the best cooks. Shout out to Lou Williams up at Magic City. Them wings are fire. Wow. I hey, still, I still y'all, remember, y'all, sleep, uh, y'all sleepy on some of the, the strip clubs I've been to. The best grilled cheese you ever had in your damn life. Grilled cheese? Man, ketchup is fire. I can I can remember one evening, Dave, that we uh did peruse a uh a gentleman's club that did oh. have some, some good food, man. Oh, that's the place I'm talking about. That was like yeah. a long time ago. We would that was like eight, yeah. nine years ago. I was, man, it might have been before that. I don't even know, but it was yeah, a long time. Yeah, it yeah. was a long time ago. <laughs> hey, it was I good just, food. Was I just want to know, like, at, when you at a strip club and mm-hmm. you look at the menu, what makes a man want to order a grilled cheese out of oh. all the things? You you in a strip club and you just like mm-hmm. damn. Damn, um, I really got a taste for grilled cheese right real, now. Real fast, John. Uh, Patron, Long Island, and looking at all that stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Cloud your judgment. Mm-hmm. Cloud your judgment. And, then, and, and then by the time it's uh, midnight, you'd be like, damn, that grilled cheese is calling me right now. Wow. And you <laughs> know what? That G- that cheese and that butter crust, whew, Lord have mercy. Dang, you remember like yesterday or last night, should I say? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> 
Hey, on hey, that note, we, we met. Have to, we met. Come on now. <laughs> Throwing cheese on the bread. <laughs> we will be premiering a brand new episode of the Anything But Interview Series coming up in three minutes. It's debuting at 9 o'clock, right, J.D.? Coming up. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, coming up next. Coming up next for you. <laughs> coming to the stage, Anything But the Interview Series, 9 o'clock p.m. Shout out to our fans who ate at strip clubs, too. We want to hear them stories in, in, the, in future shows. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you all. That's, that, that was quite a fun story that that, that you uh, brought us this week. Definitely. That, that dude named Dave. So thank oh, you for tuning one in. More, one more point. He said that he's cleaned up the restaurant where that it is cleaner than some people's mouths that's left that night. That's what the owner said. Hmm. The place is cleaner than some of the mouths that's left that night. Hmm. Oh. So he was checking mouths to, to get a comparison? Maybe he was maybe he was there and watched everything unfold and then and saw his workers to... clean up and then he can make the parallels that that mouth is dirtier than this restaurant. And maybe so, he dirtied or soiled someone's mouth so he hey, knows. Hey. <laughs> right, John. What's up? You got it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, man. This is not the after party. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media by searching for Jump Off Live and we will see you live next and week don't forget about the, the the contest so you can get one of these yeah like share and comment peace and love jump off <laughs>